given that, uh, because I actually want to ask about the leftists who um, properly oppose what, what Israel's doing, but have been uh, anti-imperialist in the sense that they think that U.S. is the only imperial power and therefore they have been against helping Ukraine. Uh, what, what do you make of those arguments from the left um, you know, today to say, do you regret defending the the arming of Ukraine given that and, and you can tell me what the best version of this argument is, given that um, you know, it's inevitable that Russia's gonna win, uh, and we're we're just bolstering. I, I've heard arguments that we're just bolstering the military industrial complex in the US and uh so on and so forth. What what do you think of those those leftist arguments? Well, I don't think we can uh dismiss them given how things are playing out to date, although I do think that the kind of people we're talking about, and you know, some of them are my friends, um uh have got, you know, should, should acknowledge that there are things they got wrong about this from the beginning. Many of them did not think Putin would invade. Um, certainly would not without a more direct provocation than he got and were pretty shocked and for a while speechless when he did. Um, many of them, I think, also believed that Ukraine would, would roll over quickly as the Russians did, uh, and were pretty shocked by how effectively Ukraine was able to defend itself. I mean, remember, it was supposed to be a, you know, three day walk into Kiev. And obviously it was nothing close to that. They've never taken Kiev. Uh, the, the war has gone terribly for them in many ways. Um, it has produced uh, a lot of, you know, European unity against them. It's brought Sweden and Finland into NATO, which is just a, a colossal strategic defeat for Putin that he forced to happen and wouldn't have happened otherwise. Um, you know, it has, uh, People like Anatoly Levin, who are not exactly sympathetic to the the Western side of this, were acknowledging early in the war that there clearly is a Ukrainian nation and it uh, is clearly willing to defend itself. I mean, a contrast I think you could draw pretty early in the war was with um, uh, the Afghan government that the U.S. tried to prop up for 20 years. And the second we started pulling troops out in in summer 2021, it, it collapsed before the Taliban. Uh, the president fled abroad. The army laid down its weapons. You know, that was a state that the U.S. was was desperately trying to convince itself and the world could be um, viable. And it wasn't. Uh, and, and it was a 20 year humiliation for the U.S. And that was not the case in Ukraine. And I think some people thought it was. Uh, most Ukrainians, most of the territory of Ukraine, uh, you know, want to be in Ukraine and are willing to fight and die for that. And I think that needed to be honored. And I think it's something not enough people, including left-wing critics, took seriously. I also think left-wing critics, I'm, I understand realist arguments, and I've made them in the past. And I think that analytic lens is, is not without validity. But I think the left should be wary of of buying into arguments that essentially say, the major powers of the world have legitimate spheres of influence in which they can act as they please. You know, I, I think it's yeah. it's odd to basically say uh, Ukraine is rightly Russia's plaything because Russia is big and powerful. <laughs> Especially uh, when it's predicated on like imagining you understand the the, the, the many like confounding variables that are going to determine causation and in, in the outcome of the, the this kind of thing, which, yeah. which we saw wasn't correct. You know, that yeah. forecasting you no, the forecasting was bad. The analysis was bad. And I think there was something callous uh, and willfully ignorant in the treatment of of the Ukrainians, a nation of, you know, tens of millions of people uh, who were just sort of treated as, as a, you know, a, a, a pawn, basically. That's the end of the preview, folks. As usual, we like to mention that this podcast is sponsored by the American Prospect magazine. So if you want to listen to the whole thing, 
Uh, you can subscribe at $5 a month if you want that, plus a free subscription to the website, uh, plus the opportunity for a steeply discounted print subscription. You can do that, if you so wish, at $10 a month. And uh, otherwise, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.